Hey everybody, it's Aldo Gandhi, and I just want to let you know really quickly that our swag shop is reopened. DeepDishTees.com is where you go, and that's tees with T-E-E-S. Clever name, guys. They're the new home of our merchandise. You can get t-shirts, you can get caps, you can get coffee mugs, you can get hoodies, you can get all sorts of good stuff, and you'll help out the bar room with the purchase. So head over to DeepDishTees.com. I was a sore loser, man. For instance, I played softball for 40-some years. I was one of the top players in my 20s and 30s. I won the Hamlet Park Tournament on a team called the Black Jacks. We won Clarendon. I was an all-star type of pitcher. I'm in the Hall of Fame. But you know what? I didn't have as much fun as I should have. Because if you're really geared in on winning only, you're going to come across as ungracious at times, as a sore loser. But I'll never forget. I'm at the Michael Jordan Fantasy Camp. So Jordan comes down to gamble. I end up sitting next to him. Jordan's betting 3000 and he and I'm betting 300 He's blaming me for taking a hit because I'm sitting in front of him. Why'd you take that hit? Well, because I'm trying to win. When we made the correct calls and he would lose, he'd pound his fist. He'd act like an idiot. Really, like a guy with his last dollar. Then it hit me. That's why he's great. He doesn't give a shit what people's reaction is to his behavior at certain times. So that's the type of mentality I had. Listening to the Mike North Advantage, and it begins right now. That's right. The Mike North Advantage starts right now. Are we on? Saldo Gandhi, <laughs> that gentleman there. Are we on? Mike North. <laughs> Are we on Twitter? Are we on YouTube? I don't know if we're on YouTube. I don't know if we're on MeTube. Oh. <laughs> Hey, Aldo. Hey, Mike. How are you? Funny off of my week. <laughs> We're off of my week. Are we going to be rusty? No. Uh, I know there's some changes I would make immediately. My Bobby Rydell hairstyle that I brought to the show today. But then you're looking a little bit like old Roy Rogers sidekick Gabby Hayes. I know. I know. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'll give you the shotgun. You, see, you, you, you sit there on the stage with me and we'll try to get through the pass. <laughs> By the way, if I'm listening, uh, it's great to uh, see you guys, Chris. Uh, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about uh, having no teeth in my front. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, come on now. There they are. <laughs> right, look at that. Hold on. Let me get a close-up of that. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they <laughs> pop out. They pop in. They <laughs> pop out. You can use them at events. There's not a lot of maintenance. You drop them in a cup if you need. I can eat without them, really. At home, I walk around. 
with no uh, middle teeth, and I say hi to strangers out the window, and they go away. So uh, that's basically how it's going. I mean, I feel great. Now, I went on a national show. Okay. And I went on Bisson. Yeah. With uh, Ross and Lombardi. Yeah, my midday. Yeah. But I had I put the teeth in. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. And they're slippery at first. Oh no. <laughs> so my tongue wasn't normal. And so the guy goes, How's everything going? I go, I think you're going okay. <laughs> and I'm going. <laughs> oh my God. Mike, how's uh things going out there in Chicago with the best? Well, thing not going as good as thought, you know. And then I got, then they got loosened up. You got some saliva on them. And now I'm talking like, uh, almost like Elmer Fudd, but I'm doing good. <laughs> well, they I look prefer to have them out, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, it's probably much more comfortable to have them oh, out. Oh, comfortable having teeth now. I gotta move on. <laughs> Oh, Chris wants to know if you're one of the Osmond brothers. <laughs> I'm not sure what you know that means. <laughs> you know what's unbelievable? Uh-huh. I watched this channel called The Reels, R-E-E-L-Z. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, Ted Bundy, you know, all that other nonsense, and John Gotti, his last years. and mm-hmm. uh, Next week, they got something on Osmond Mania. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and believe me, folks, we all lived it. I mean, from the time we were little kids, they were on uh, uh, Andy Williams' show. They would come on with banjos, biggest squares of all time. And I got to be honest, Donny Osmond, as things went on, yeah. he went out on his own with Marie. That's right. They became giants, man. Giants they became giants. Right. And I mean, they were at the Flamingo. They're in Vegas. Uh, mm-hmm. And she, you know. She's still a looker, I think. Yeah. I, I really do. Very pretty good looking woman. No doubt about it. Yeah. By the way, uh, Merv says that you sound a little like uh, my cousin Vinny, the lawyer, my cousin Vinny, Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking these out. Hell with that. Go ahead. There you go. There you go. Anyway, that's the Mike North we love. Jeez, I was I was slipping there for a minute. I feel like I'm on a slippery slope. <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man. You want jail time? You want this, you want that, but you don't want slippery slope. Oh. <laughs> Especially when you're in jail. <laughs> oh, so give me cell box, give me cell block B, but not slippery slope. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, uh, well, let's talk about the Chicago Bears. They're not uh, quite ready for cell block C, but uh, we haven't talked since that last game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Monday night game. Uh, what were your impressions of uh, the Justin Fields? He had a, a, a over 250 yards passing in the second half only. Uh, what were your thoughts on the quarterback? Well, I wanted an upset. Mm-hmm. I think for him and for the organization, it would have been good. Mm-hmm. I, I like what I saw of him. I'm, I'm not ready to crown him anything, but, uh, you know, he doesn't have a whole lot around him. He was put in a situation that's impossible. Uh, I don't think the hype is going to match uh, what he's going to end up being. But if he ends up being like a quarterback for the Bears for three, four, five years, that he could put some talent around him, I'm not going to say he could fail. For instance, I think I watched Trevor Lawrence last week because the bye gives you a chance to watch all the teams. Sure. All right. You got to have accuracy. 
and mm-hmm. he's not accurate. Trevor Lawrence right now, to me, is a 50-50, just like Justin Fields. And mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence was picked a lot higher than Justin Fields was. I understand the team. And 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 here's another thing. Allen Robinson can go back home and make $20 million there. He can. <laughs> yeah, it's because because his re- the receivers that Trevor Lawrence has are worse than the, the receivers the Bears have. Mooney and Robinson, okay, would be welcome at Jacksonville. But still, the wide-open receivers are overthrown. They're uh, behind. And this is Trevor Lawrence, who, just like Justin Fields, had receivers wide open in college mm-hmm. with a great line. Mm-hmm. So now everything sped up from mm-hmm. – from college football to begin with, right. and now you got to make that decision. I mean, you're overthrowing screen passes. Mm-hmm. I never saw Trevor Lawrence over. It seemed like never overthrew a screen pass in college. You're in a different ball game now. Right. There's a guy that's a foot away from killing you <laughs> legally, and you just rush things. And the speed of the game, which Justin Fields should have never said it was no big deal mm-hmm. in preseason. He should just be quiet on that because he doesn't know how to read a defense either yet. But between those two, I mean, uh, it's up in the air. The other guy, Matt Jones, has better coaching. Mm-hmm. Has the best coach maybe in football history. And uh, has Josh McDaniel, who I'd like to see the Bears get. Period. Because they know how to tailor their quarterbacks to the team they have. And and they go run heavy until they find somebody that's pass defense weak. Then they throw the ball. Mm-hmm. They don't have one set of rules. That's what I love about Bill Belichick. They'll run 50 times one game, and the next game, they're throwing 50 times. There's yeah. no set pattern, and and that's the problem, I think, with most with most teams. Yeah, uh, uh, Belichick has been known to come up with t- totally different game plans from week to week to week. It's all based on what they do best and what the other team does best to try to take that away and so forth. The biggest criticism about Matt Nagy so far is that he is stubborn. He's got his way of doing things and he's reluctant to uh, change things up. You know what I love? You know what I love else about Bill Belichick Mm -hmm. that most coaches don't do even the good ones. I think I could put Tomlin in a way in this Mm -hmm. type of situation Maybe a couple other guys, but not many. Mm-hmm. If the game plan is for Belichick and the Patriots to run the ball, mm-hmm. and somehow, some way, mm-hmm. they will take away that run, Belichick will abandon that game plan in the second quarter. And yes. now he goes, we got plan B. We're not going to get – because how many times – even in college football, I see this nonsense. Third and nine. You ever run the ball all day, but in the third quarter, you still think you saw something on film mm-hmm. that will get you that nine yards, and they get three yards. Mm-hmm. He'll abandon where most coaches stay till it's too late. All right. Very, very true. So this upcoming week against the Ravens, um, <laughs> A lot of people have are throughout the week now that uh, Justin Fields is going to face Lamar Jackson, the quarterback from the Ravens. There's been a lot of comparisons between the two. Do you see uh, the similarities? Yeah, I'd compare it to like 
I guess, if you want to say Lakeshore Drive and Northwest Highway. That's just my opinion. <laughs> and we and I want to just break the news. Justin Fields is Northwest Highway. <laughs> and that's nothing against him. But you cannot compare the MVP of a league. I would take Lamar Jackson right now. And, and this is what's going on with some of the field stuff. You know, they'll bring up other things. Oh, you know, oh, you don't like him because he's this. You know, no, I liked Vince Evans. And then somebody, well, who's Vince Evans? Go, That's my point. The problem is Lamar Jackson I'd take tomorrow. I'd take mm-hmm. Russell Wilson tomorrow. Mm-hmm. See, I wouldn't. I'd take Mitch, Mitch Trubisky tomorrow, which we'll get to him in a minute because Every week, there's another team going, we got to get this guy out of here. You know what I mean? So it looks like he's made a great business decision with the lack of talented quarterback coming out in the draft because it already came out and the lack of talent of free agent quarterback. So we're going to see where he's going to go. In the meantime, Mm -hmm. I think if Justin Fields played for Baltimore, Mm -hmm. for instance, and Lamar Jackson played for the Bears, I think the Bears would be a better team. That's just Interesting. Me. And I'm not saying anything against Justin, but right. this is once again an MVP. Yeah. And until he gets to that level, Al, I, I, I can't put him up there with them. It would be disrespectful to L- Lamar Jackson, who I think, by the way, outside of Russell Wilson, who everybody that's listened to Barroom for four or five years knows, Eldo knows this, I love him. I've wanted them all along for the Bears. I we passed on them two times with the uh, with the draft. I was mm-hmm. aggravated as all hell mm-hmm. uh, with that. Uh, but Lamar Jackson would be my number two guy because he can overcome just like Mahomes does sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay, now although Mahomes is doing well again, I love Mahomes, but that's never. I just think Lamar Jackson is better suited with the team with below average talent than Mahomes. Because don't forget, Mahomes has had pretty good offensive talent on that team, yeah. like Kelsey, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the running backs Hill. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So so I just think Lamar Jackson would be, if, if he was on the Bears, I'd have the poster up. I'd take down the, the one of me like this in the bedroom, and, <laughs> and you know what I mean, and put his up. So, uh, in terms of forecasting into F- Justin Fields' future, you don't see him reaching the kind of level of play that Lamar Jackson has been exhibiting the last few seasons. Well, you know what's funny? I was on, um, like I said, this and not uh, with Lombardi, and he's a accomplished guy. And I brought up the the Trubisky Tannehill thing, and they they were all in because they basically the host said, "Well, I panned him." I panned Tannehill. Now look at him now. They got one of the best teams, and everybody's still doubting him. So I'm mm-hmm. never going to say Justin Field isn't going to make it. He came in under tough circumstances. And uh, other guys were promised things. Nagy, once again, going against his, his promise. I, I think that if Dalton had started the last three weeks, I think our record's better. But they mm-hmm. want to develop the quarterback. I thought it was about making it. I think there's a game or two. That we hit, we got to get an upset. Mm-hmm. If you got 
what everybody thinks you got, you got to pull one out of your ass and and beat a team that nobody thought you'd beat. And I thought last week we came close, but we didn't get it done. Otherwise, if they beat Pittsburgh, we have a different conversation. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, and this week, the Ravens are a 5.5 point favorite, uh, according mm-hmm. to most of the sports books that I've looked at. The Ravens yeah. are uh, minus 240 in the money line, and the Bears are plus 190. The over-under for the game is set at 44.5. Anything looking intriguing there for you? Yeah, maybe me having a winning week would be intriguing, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I've been Sparky Anderson from the 75-66, 76 Cincinnati Reds. I have been Belichick. I've been Jagger on stage, the best front man ever in a rock and roll band. Yeah, yeah. I've been Warren Buffett walking through the halls of, of his Omaha residence. I've been all those. I've been those great things. You know what I'm saying? Now who am I, right? Huh? Clay Aikens. <laughs> trying to get trying to get a, a deal going. I mean, what? Who else can I go to? I'm 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 a dancing bear act. It's thirty years too late when they were once a phenomenon. I'm Evil Knievel hitting the twentieth bus when there's twenty one. That's who I am now. I'm nine and twelve on the bar room. That is fun. That is. I set the bet. Look. Everybody's going, boy, gambling's big now. Four years ago, I started this. That's right. And in 1989, I had a show on the air in Chicago called the NFL Handicap Show. But this gambling craze is coming on. <laughs> I, I'm Frankie Pantangeli in the bathtub after I slit my wrist. On this show, I'm 9 and 12. I've been like 60% on this show since it started. So i I was almost late today trying to get it done. Mm. (laughs) And on AM 1000 with my good friend, Carmen DeFalco, I'm 20 and 20. Guy goes, that's not bad. I go, not when you've been 62% over the last two years on the odds couple. It's horrible. (laughs) You know, I'm Chuck Noll as Bradshaw's walking out the door. You know (laughs) what I mean? I'm I'm Bill Jackson going, it's Michael leaving. (laughs) That's who I am. I got to come back. The media pool. I'm I'm in last place. I'm, I'm like 10 under. But you see, they all know I'm coming. You remember that song by Johnny Cash? Maybe I'll sing a little bit for it. Because this is how competent I am. It's a bad month. But I'm going to sing it. Because the Bambino is coming. I hear that train coming. It's coming around the back. That's what's going to happen when you least expect it. But oh. I got to do better. And we'll have the picks at the end. I worked my ass off. They're all NFL. Everything I, about doing... crazy year. The public won three weeks in a row. The system's breaking down. You know? I mean, my God, I'm right now, right now, to be honest with you, I'm the I'm the cruise I'm the cruise heading for for the hurricane. Okay, let's turn the boat. Uh, our man, you know, I never saw the ship rock on the love boat. That's what I used to be. <laughs> the only thing that was that's rocking, was Doc, the only thing that's rocking was Doc's room. 
<laughs> that is so true. I never saw that boat rocking. Oh, exciting. I love that show. Uh, Chris Watts over in Yorkshire says, Mac, I lost my kidney betting. Now I'm having to do sexual favors for a bored middle-aged housewives. <laughs> We've been there, Chris. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Chris. We have to shoot a player in the air now. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Chris also asked earlier, uh, what do you think about Tevin Jenkins? He was the second round draft pick drafted to be the left tackle, but he had a back injury and now he's practicing again. Do you think the Bears should take a look at him later in the season at left tackle, put him at guard or just shut him down for the season? What do you think? Man, if you're ready to play, you got to find out. You got to get him ready, though. Don't put him in cold. Uh, Do whatever you got to do. Uh, you know, but but you got to see what you got a little bit. Give yourself an idea. And does he want to play? Does he want to play? Because, you know, I'm looking at Russell Wilson, and believe me, mm-hmm. uh, it looks like, like Ru- Russell Wilson had a broken finger, and they said he came back, and he did come back too fast. Yes. He did. The ball was not – it wasn't him. I agree. But – he wants to play so bad and help his organization, and they know they have no shot of mm-hmm. going to Green Bay mm-hmm. unless he plays. You know, because they don't, they don't want. I mean, they're winning like the Steelers. I, I love Mike Tomlin. Mason Rudolph stinks. <laughs> <does>. Stinks. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I mean, I'm watching this guy, and I got my head in my hands, and I'm going, this. This, this is one of the, the destinations for free agent quarterbacks, whoever they are. Mm-hmm. Because Big Ben ain't going to last. So, see, it's all depending, no matter what happens in the NFL, always on the quarterback. Who is your quarterback? And right now, we have no shot. Just like the Lions have no shot and the Vikings have an outside shot, even though they're a heck a Jekyll and Hyde team. It's mm-hmm. Green Bay with a defense now. Aaron Rodgers, who does have players on that end. I watch him, although I still don't understand teams that rush three. I would blitz six if you burn me, burn me. But you got to put him out. The way to beat that guy is to knock him around. You can't let him roll. You can't let him roll left. You can't let him roll right. Boy, this week did me good, by the way. I'm really on fire. Yeah, you you can't, are. You got to be able to dodge people. You can't. You can't just sit back there. You can't and rush three. If the 85 Bears would have rushed three, okay, and went soft, then they would have been the 86-7 Bears with with Tobin as their defensive coordinator, who had Wilbur Marshall or or whoever, Otis Wilson, covering instead of blitzing, period. Matthew Fucheese says, it's too bad we do this show so early. He'd like to have an edible while he's doing, while he's watching this show. Wait, is there a, is there a certain time you could have that? Yeah, while he's at work. That's the problem. He doesn't want to hallucinate while he's at but work. You need to do your best work, probably, the man. Don't you see too many? Focus, damn it. Maybe he's operating heavy machines. But then I read about NBA t- planes that got to land because somebody took too many edibles oh. and the guy's ready to die. Jeez, order me 100. 
That is true. Well, it's interesting that you were talking about blitzing and so forth because the Miami Dolphins did an outstanding job of blitzing uh, Lamar Jackson last week and uh, upset the the Ravens. I mean, that was a tremendous defensive effort. So it's going to be interesting to see if Sean Desai employs some of those tactics. Yeah, Miami is another team. The NFL is, you know, it used to be not for long. Uh, and now it's like nobody knows what's going to happen. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, you have fifth, you know, fifteen point uh, dogs winning outright now and stuff like that. Uh, it doesn't really matter week to week. You, there's always upsets that nobody figured on happening. Um, that's why I've said the Bears need one of those. I mean, they beat a couple teams that are pretty decent, but you're seeing that they're coming back to the pack. Uh, Miami's a, a Jekyll and Hyde team. I mean, the, the head coach was going to be like, like coach of the year this year, maybe. Yeah. And that's not working out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one thing you don't want to play is Baltimore after a loss. Mm-hmm. You know, because they, you don't want that. This yeah. is the worst timing we could have. Yeah. I, I mean, they're five and a half point favorites. I think that the Bears, look, we need an upset. Mm-hmm. Make me believe in Justin Fields. Show me, show me. We can't keep losing because yeah. it was all. We got to keep. We got to try to win a game. We're on the outside looking in, but we got a lot of games left. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. a lot of games left. Anything can happen. We've <laughs> seen that. Anything can happen now, and with injuries, with this COVID, folks. Look. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody what I said, and it seemed to be pretty good. People seem to buy into what I'm saying. I got the booster. I mean, not the booster. I got the Johnson and Johnson. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting booster one, booster two, booster three, (laughs) booster four, booster ten. I'm not. I got the one. They told me that's good. I don't usually go shopping with B, but we had one of the cars in the shop. She needed some help with some pop. I had to walk in like I was Dillinger, okay, with the mask. <laughs> Nobody near me, okay. We're it's here to stay, so you got to make your decisions in life. But it's it's another flu now. It's never going away, and nothing is more proof of that for what Aaron Rodgers went through. And this is happening every day in the NBA. Somebody sitting out the NFL. You want to talk about bad luck, Mike? Here's bad luck, Mike, this year. Eldo says to me, look, <laughs> tell a story that somebody doesn't know, okay? I go, well, what do you mean by that? You know, we understand you grew up on the north side and you're from Chicago. Tell somebody something that, that they don't know. I bet five games this week, I went one and four. Oh, no. That happens. Yeah. I don't need the sound effects. Okay, I don't need that. <laughs> I was Lamont in the jail cell bashing my head against the wall. Stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> I'm just telling you this. This is what happened to me. I bet I'm 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 one and all. I bet Virginia against Notre Dame. Okay. Two hours right. before the game. Mm-hmm. It's five and a half. Mm-hmm. Or whenever I bet it. 
I look at the spread as the game's getting ready to start. Mm-hmm. It's nine and a half. Uh-oh. I'm going, what happened? I got some points. Yeah. The quarterback, the starting quarterback, went out and threw a bunch of passes. And they show him. And last week he had cracked some ribs or something. <laughs> and they go, he wasn't even hardly wincing. In fact, they showed one he's smiling, but he wasn't good enough to go. <laughs> You're playing Notre Dame. You got to play. Signature, it's your signature, maybe, time of your life. Yeah, that's right. Any red-blooded Chicago kid in his 20s who had bruised ribs or cracked ribs would have played. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you decided not to, and Mike got his ass kicked 28-3. to three. <laughs> Because nobody told – nobody – he couldn't be out a day before. That's right. And, and, and this is where people get mad because I saw some of this on Twitter. You know, with casinos being on the networks and – and all this other crap. Can yeah. a kid tell another kid, hey, you know what? I'm going to pretend like I'm playing. Oh, by the way, this has happened, by the way, in life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pretend that I'm going to play, and I'm going to pull out. <laughs> Just something to consider. But then. That's criminal. Then. I'm not even done. Oh. <laughs> I'm Brooks. I'm starting to tip, you know, Shawshank. <laughs> Got on the chair. I'm like this. Got the rope going, the beam, hope it holds. <laughs> I'd probably screw up the carving. Am I? Am I? And I'd drop the knife, and I'd have the rope around my neck already. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, on the odds couple, I took Virginia. That's uh-huh. what I was. Thank God we were off last week. I would be nine to twelve. It would be worse. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I watched Godfather last night. It's. I didn't know. I could decide if I was Luca Brazzi in the bar or if I was Sonny at the toll booth. <laughs> Either way, it hurt. <laughs> That's outstanding. Oh, so, so, go ahead, please. <laughs> I take Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Like three hours for the game. Ben's got COVID. <laughs> Two of my quarterbacks, first time it's ever happened. And we don't find this stuff out yeah. beforehand. Right. And you put your, your picks in on Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Are you kidding me? Yeah. So that that's how my week went. Yeah, COVID is not uh, a gambler's It's, it's never going away. We no. got to get back. Let's go. <laughs> if I get it, I get it. I'll battle through it. There you go. No, I got I, I got through basic training. I could get through COVID. Our buddy Q from Cincy wants to know your take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's see. The Bengals have. The Bears a, beat them. How bad are they? <laughs> Didn't the Bears beat the Bengals? Um, the Bears did beat the Bengals in week two. Uh, when the Bengals were, were going to – that was a – see, if this is the NCAA football mm-hmm. deal with the uh, the Bears dropping the rankings, no matter where they're at, because mm-hmm. that was once viewed as a great win. Now yep. it's really not. Right. Now it's really not. Yep. Because yep. what's Cincinnati now? 
Are they five and four or something or whatever? They are five and four. You are absolutely right. Third place in the AFC North. When the Bears played them, they had higher hopes than that. And that Joe Burrows kid can play. Yeah. They got to get a few more, a few more weapons. I mean, uh, and by the way, Matt Jones, like I predicted, Demar Chase, he had a bad game a couple weeks ago. If you're a receiver and you're on the Cincinnati Bengals and Matt Jones keeps playing like this, you're not winning rookie of the year. The quarterback is, period. It, Jefferson, there were, there's, there's been receivers the last couple of years, if you look it up, mm-hmm. that uh, have had good years. Mm-hmm. It's a quarterback deal if the if there's any quarterbacks that can play. Yep. It really, it's amazing, Mike. You and I come from an era where it was the running backs, running backs, running backs. Those were the guys drafted first before quarterbacks. And now the league has totally, totally changed. It's a quarterback league. Top running backs are falling to the third round. It's amazing the transformation the NFL. Do you like it? Do you do you like this high-powered offense NFL? You know what? I watched Adrian Peterson last week, mm-hmm. and it was still a thrill to just watch him run up the middle yeah. and knock these junior achievers back three yards. <laughs> how it used to be, sort yeah. of. You know, yeah. uh, there's always those special running backs. I've always thought the best way to beat the Golden State Warriors was to play opposite of what they play. Mm-hmm. So many teams want to copy the top teams. Mm-hmm. You can copy Golden State, but you're not beating them because you don't have Steph Curry. Right. And, and you know, just like the nonsense with Kevin Durant being the best player in basketball, that is the biggest joke of my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry came in during LeBron James's prime and beat his ass three times. I know Durant went and played with him. Good guy, Nick Fridell, heard him on ESPN mm-hmm. say, you know, Durant went over to Golden State and, you know, because of him, it seemed mm-hmm. like they won the two. They already won a championship without him. Right. And then the other night, Durant playing for Brooklyn got destroyed by Curry. Yeah. And the media <laughs> keeps hyping that guy. When the best player in basketball, for instance, is Steph Curry. So you got to play a different approach. In other words, it's no different than football. What do football coaches, good ones, try to do, like I said, Belichick does? Mm-hmm. We will run against the team that's weak against the run. But if they change schemes and they're stopping us, that's going to weaken them against the pass, Absolutely. even though they're strong against mm-hmm. it. They decided to put eight in the box, knowing we're going to run against their defense with one, as you would agree with New England, are just okay. Yeah. Yep. If we get stopped, but you put eight in the box, we'll kill you that other way that you were supposed to be good at because you've robbed from Peter to give the paw. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. There you go. And that's what you got to do. And that's what the Bears don't do. They don't do that. Uh, I think the way to beat Baltimore, for instance, is to keep them off the field. Mm -hmm. So hopefully Justin Fields, look, if Justin Fields has, in my opinion, over 50 yards rushing, because to me right now, he's more of a running back, or maybe he's a a poor man's Lamar Jackson, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He has over 50 yards rushing. I think the Bears can win this game. Well, 
There he's got to go. open up. He's got to get a couple first downs on his own. Got to make the right decisions as as he's running forward. I used to love Elway. Elway would look like he he tucked that ball under his 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 arm like he was going to run, and at the last minute, pull yeah. it out right before, and then he'd hit you know somebody down the line for fifteen yards. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see happen. He's capable of doing it. He's won big games before. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I understand what Chris is saying. Get the running game going. He is the running game. He's the running game, just like Lamar Jackson's the running game. Yeah, everybody said, well, this running back's out for Baltimore. No, no, but Lamar Jackson ain't out. He is the running game for Baltimore, period. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right about that. I mean, and do you can you foresee a Bears offense that is designed similar to what uh, John Harbaugh has done with Lamar Jackson, given Justin Fields has running ability? I think the best example I could give to anybody is I don't think there's a Bear fan out there. You can argue Trubisky Fields. You can argue Dalton Fields. You can argue, you know, this guy or that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could argue, is Robinson worth this much money? Is he worth that much money? Should we let him go? Should we not let him go? Is Komet going to be good? Is Komet going to be bad? We can always have these discussions. Mm-hmm. But the one discussion we'll, we'll never have is, who would you rather have as head coach? <laughs> That's over. That's the end of the story. If one Bear fan would rather have Matt Nagy as head, head coach instead of John Harbaugh of the Chicago Bear, mm-hmm. football I would counter with go have Nagy coach Baltimore and see what happens. Mm-hmm. See what happens because Harbaugh's accountable. He said it the other, last week. He said it what when they lost. It's on me. Right. Even if it wasn't, he goes, it's on me. Wasn't ready. Didn't have him ready. Um, bad game plan. Blah, blah, blah. Nagy? Totally different story. Well, you know, we just got to find our identity. We This is after being a coach for a long time. Not to take anything away from what he's done. Yeah. This is not the talk of a guy in his third or fourth year. That's supposed to, that's a talk of a guy in his first year. So that's the difference in teams, the head coach. Yeah, that is, uh, uh, I think, an accurate analysis. Yeah. Well, that's what screws everybody up. See, Eldo's usually, you know, he got all these shows. He's got like five, six, seven shows today. The man's like the Iron Man, you know what I mean? (laughs) But you know what I mean? Usually, you know what? There's a give and a take. I'm making a lot of sense today because you don't give me two weeks to prepare. You don't. (laughs) You don't give me two weeks. We were off last week. You don't (laughs) give me two weeks to prepare because the opposition's in trouble then, period. That's right. Mike is undefeated after a bye week. (laughs) Oh, you and I were like, are you kidding me? I hand you the ball, you go up the middle, going for first down, boom. <laughs> I love it. Uh, concerns about the defense. That's the topic in the chat room there. What do you think about this defense? you think they're aging and uh, that we've seen their better days? Or do you think that this, te- uh, this Bears defense can get something going and we can win some games based on their play in the second half of the season? I don't think Khalil Mack or any of these big stars should get paid if they don't play. Wow. Especially since... Well, I mean, what's wrong with them? What's yeah. wrong with them? Ankle. What was that? What I don't even know what's wrong. What's wrong, Khalil Mack? He break his leg. What happened to him? He's got an ankle injury, but they won't tell us anything else. What, what the? Well, that's of- what that's what happens when you when you do things like this. Then it's up to speculation. Akeem Hicks, he's he he's supposed to be out the whole week. 
Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's playing. I mean, what, are we trying to fool the opposition and, and do this and do that? I mean, I would like to see our full complement of players out there at all times, and I don't think we've seen that. That's mm-hmm. been one thing I think that's been overlooked, Alex, that when you ask me if we're, if we're older, yeah, we are. When you look at Khalil Mack was the MVP, defensive MVP of the league in 2016, mm-hmm. that's a long time ago in NFL years. Mm-hmm. Not to say that he's not a heck of a player. Right. But you know what? I want to see him all out there. You know, then they'll come back and Eddie Jackson's out for some reason. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Bears are, or, or the NFL is always upfront about what they're going to do with their injuries. I, I think they're worse than they've ever been, and nobody's stopping them. Goodell is just a sweetheart commissioner. Do what you want. You used to be able to have, like I said, the Ben Roethlisberger thing. Mm-hmm. You could say a guy's out with COVID. Nobody knows if he's got it or not. Yeah, right. That could be an excuse if you want to put him out. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got a bad risk. Yeah, he's got COVID. So maybe I ain't going to question it. Hey, yeah. what happened? Our accident, huh? Tore his head off. Yeah, but he had COVID before that. <laughs> so, you know, COVID. <laughs> Freud, he, yeah, maybe that caused him to pass out and rip his head off. Decapitate him. COVID. <laughs> Okay, we'll put it in the hospital report. So that's the way it is now. Nobody, how do you find these things out? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Everybody believes everybody. He's got COVID. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you would Come think on. that now that uh, Roger Goodell has embraced gambling, you know, uh, oh, a few years ago, God. he hated it, the, you know, the integrity of the league and all this. And now that the money is cashing in, he, he is totally behind gambling. You would think that with their uh, uh, embracing gambling, that they would do a better job of policing the injury list. I love this game. If it wasn't for wagering, trust me when I tell you this, folks. <laughs> Tear comes to my eye when I start talking. <laughs> There'd be no NFL Monday night football. Yeah. There'd be no Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. There'd be no Saturday NCAA football when I'm watching Auburn versus uh, Florida. <laughs> they couldn't be farther away from my imagination unless I have money on them. Sports has always been fueled by gambling, but getting involved with it, I'm here to protect. I I told Carmen this. We're going to have a major scandal in three, four years Mm -hmm. in sports. We are. They're going to find out some team just said, screw it. Yeah. And they're going to get paid. And then we're going to find out there's just too much of it. They went from no gambling to they might as well have like uh remember the old Vegas signs? If he was alive, he'd be here, Dean Martin, right, right at Camp Randall Stadium in Wisconsin. You know, just have the Vegas signs flashing around. DraftKings. You know, fan duel. Points like I was there in eighty nine. I knew this. By the way, is Jimmy the Greek in the Hall of Fame? Because if Jimmy the Greek's not in the Hall of Fame, uh-huh. okay, I understand. He died destitute. He really was what he said he was, a gambling man. So now you're going to kick him when he's down. Nobody more responsible from, for him in the NFL today success than Jimmy the Greek. Nobody. Yeah. Oh, I watched it for Phyllis George, who, by the way, you know, Trailblazer herself, or Irv Cross, or Brent. They were a great show. 
Mm-hmm. But everybody I knew, I learned how to gamble from him. I watched football because of him. Yep. I will watch Texas versus us SMU, maybe if I have money on it, because of him. But nobody will speak up on his behalf. I will. Guy should be in the Hall of Fame. Maybe he is, Al. Can we find that out? I have no idea. Yeah, I can, I can look into that. Yeah, take 4, it 000. easy. I mean, take easy with the excitement. My God. <laughs> 4,000 Glovers has a question for you. My God, you got seven shows today. You're already hitting the wall. <laughs> 4,000 Glovers says, Goodell is a total corrupt scumbag. I was too young for Roselle, but was he a bigger scumbag than Goodell? Oh, hell no. Yeah, Roselle no. great. Roselle, no, yeah. he. We liked Roselle. I mean, he fought with Al Davis. <laughs> you know, people say, because I'm doing this George Hoffman. I did this George Hoffman podcast that's coming up soon. Oh, cool. And, uh, yeah. And I didn't talk to George for a while. And he told me, tell me something you don't know. So I told him some stories. But this story I say for Byron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a press pass, and it's the Raiders versus the Bears. Mm-hmm. At Soldier Field, like, I don't know, 1995 or something. I don't know. And they had assigned seats at the time or open seats. Um, you mm-hmm. know, you had your bear riders and stuff like that, you know, your damn Pompeys or hubs or whatever. I don't know. They had their own assigned seats. Okay. They go, the open seats are down there. I go, okay. I sit down there getting ready for the game. Guy sits down next to me. I go, excuse me. He goes, how you doing? Al Davis sitting next to me <laughs> in a preseason game. Wow. Not in an owner's booth because we didn't have all that mm-hmm. at that time. Right, right. It was Soldier Field. And so, so we know. <laughs> yeah. The language really? that was used. The absolute craziness of this man to win a preseason game Mm -hmm. and know that every one of those guys were picks of his. Yeah. And to be sitting next to that man, a legend, a living legend at the time, it didn't didn't fall short who I was sitting next to. Mm -hmm. I didn't say a word to the guy. Mm -hmm. Not one word. And neither did anybody else, including all the writers who don't like people talking in the press box. They all shut up, you mf'er, you son of a. <laughs> Gee, damn it! I mean, I never. I mean, my, I was like, whoa, whoa! Don't tell me this guy's not another level up. That's the difference between an owner, GM. Jerry Jones, they show him in the box. Mm-hmm. You know, he's looking around, getting glasses, putting his glasses on. This guy's like standing up with it, like he's coaching. <laughs> and the guy always wore silver and black. I mean, I'm looking at the actual Oakland Raider guy. You know, I'm, I'm looking at him going, oh, I, time of my life. I left at halftime. I loved it happening. <laughs> Even for your ears, it was too much. <laughs> well, I just, you know what? I, I, It was a preseason game. I was going to go anywhere, but it yeah. was an experience. Yeah, I bet. Chris said he, he, he always imagined how Davis wore a strong aftershave. Can you comment on that? Did you get a whiff? 
Look, is the kid adopted? <laughs> is this kid adopted? <laughs> Al Davis's son? <laughs> yeah, is he adopted? I don't know. He looks nothing like the suave debonair. No, I mean, it's sort of like Dean Martin and, and Chris Farley's his son. You know what I mean? And it's nothing against that man. But, I mean, Al Davis was before Pat Riley? You want to talk about lighting a cigarette, walking around like you're Dean Martin? And you were? And you know if that guy's in Vegas with these buddies, people are pestering him? That it's a different great. story now, man. <laughs> that is great. Uh, um, I got to ask you this, because that game against the Steelers was perhaps – out of all my decades of watching NFL football, that was the worst officiated game that I can recall seeing. And Chris asks a very good question here. He says, can an NFL game be uh, fixed? What do you think? Yes. Well, they've been fixed. Really? I mean, I talked to Sammy Ball. Um, I remember if this would have been during social media, this would have hit everything. Because we had we had big uh, name guests that said controversial things or – Myself, who said would say something, we make the local papers. Mm-hmm. But for instance, the Ozzy Guillen thing would have gone completely viral with right. me and Ozzy. Oh, and yeah. it, it was just a different time. Uh, but I had Sammy Bond. Mm-hmm. I had read an article, a small blurb in Sports Illustrated about him. Mm-hmm. And Sammy Ball, if you know about him, played defensive back and he played quarterback for the Washington Redskins. I mean, he's a legend. He's still a legend. But he told me, and Dan Jiggett, straight up, he fixed football games. Wow. He fixed games. Wow. So, and and I remember telling Jesse Rogers, put that out. Get a hold of some NFL writers. Yeah. Put that out. It was on the airwaves in Chicago. Because mm-hmm. I asked him. I go, how shady was football back then? He goes, well, as one who fixed football games, pretty shady. He said it on the air, talking to us from his Texas ranch. Wow. We sent it to five, six NFL writers. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Unbelievable. Nothing. Nothing. That is crazy. Nothing. It's been, let me tell you something. The referee in last week, mm-hmm. there's only one thing I disagreed with. I know the Bears, look. Aaron Rodgers, I lost that game last week, mm-hmm. but that son of a gun and Green Bay, he a guy recovers a fumble for the other team, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. right? Who was it? Yeah. And recovers the fumble. Mm-hmm. Rodgers jumps in, wraps his arm around the fumble literally a second later. Mm-hmm. And take and 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 then they say it was a spontaneous recovery. Right. Give me a damn break. That's what I'm talking about with the integrity of the refereeing. Right. Now, the refereeing was terrible in the Bears game. But no kid like that kid should cost a team a football game. Mm-hmm. And he did. Because what I hear is that not only did he make a gesture, you know, got in front of him, but he had some chirping to do for about a minute. That they didn't even report. Really? 30 seconds of chirping away. So then the ref's ready to throw the flag. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. But I know this. He had a whole football field in front of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he chose. Let's say Aldo calls a play 
that I don't like. And then he throws the flag on me. And mm-hmm. I think he, he's got it against me. And now I'm angry. And I choose to run right at Eldo. Mm-hmm. And the ref is accused of doing the bump with him. Remember the song, the, the, the dance, the bump? Yes. Yeah, I love that dance. <laughs> that would be outlawed today, but the bump was good. Trust me. You had to bump with somebody you would never have a chance to bump with if it wasn't for the bump. <laughs> I'm just telling you. You go, that was a good bump. Anyway, he stuck his hip out a little bit. If that player was close enough to him where he could stick his and then throw a flag, shame on him. He should have run off the field. You're not you're not Peyton. You're not Sanders. You're not Montana. I didn't even know you were on the team. Period. And and that's the and that's the truth. I said to Bill, who is this guy? Who is this guy? That's what angered me. I saw the video that you put up on Twitter. You were walking the dog earlier. I had the dog. Even even Lotto knew. Lotto, I I didn't even have to go through with him. I had Lotto walk right by them towards the post. Am I right? Randy Merkin told me it was a genius video. I didn't even rehearse it with him. I ran Lotto away from the post, who was the officiator. You could see it on North to North. 20 feet away. Am I right? Then I said, now, Lotto, all I had to tell him was this, because he watches all the games with me. You do what the Bear player did. Didn't even rehearse it with him. Walk him. He goes to the pole and then turns at the last second. Case closed. Perry Mason wins again. Stay away from the referees, but don't give him a reason to throw the flag. 4,000 Clover says, Mikey hip checked them. A ref hip checked a player. Something is hey, I'm protecting myself. The guy's running at me. I don't know what the guy's going to do. I'm pro- no, no. Wait a minute. One at a guy in a bar. One right at him. You're going to get hip checked. Uh, Even if you're not running to hurt, to hit him, run right at him. Yeah. And you don't. Let's see what happens to you. Nobody runs at anybody. He ran at him. He should have stayed away. That's my only point. Yeah. And to to give the benefit of the doubt to the official, although I, I think he, he really did have some kind he of... They had a horrible game. Yeah, Other he, than that, they're garbage. Yes. Um, Marsh, Cassius Marsh, uh, seemed to be like walking to the right and then switch to the left and so i'm sort of thinking maybe the official thought well he's gonna go that way no i'm gonna go that way yeah. and so he switched that's what i thought maybe happened. that's why we lost <laughs> i mean cassius marsh if you tell me who cassius marsh is i'm saying he's a boxer <laughs> he should be with that name. after my guy cassius clay muhammad ali come on did did you see what he looks like at, in the post game interviews? He's got this yeah. long, long blonde hair. He looks like he's been he looks like he's been cut a couple times. That's who he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> to be exact, six times. <laughs> he's got the same damn clothes. Namath wore in nineteen sixty nine. You see that? <laughs> the guy went retro on us. What time is the disco open? <laughs> Man, just saying. I'm not saying. Uh, hey, our buddy Don Burr is in the chat room, and I uh, can you tell him that the Lions are going to win a game this year or not win a game this year because uh, he he's living in La La Land, I think, right now. <laughs> Listen, when the best team you ever had played without face masks, 
Bobby Lane was your quarterback. He's been dead like 30 years. Wayne Fonts ain't walking through that door. Either it's Bobby Lane or, or Nick Petrosanti. I remember them all. Mike Lucci, Gail Cogdill. Yeah. I love the Detroit Lions. I can name y'all. I can name I can name every lineup from every team in the 60s. Wow. Every lineup. Alex Karras, Roger Brown, yeah. Joe Schmidt. Yeah. The linebacker. Are you Wayne Walker? Don't play with me. That's the last good teams you ever had, really. You had Barry Sanders, like we had Gale Sayers, for God's sake. That was the way that that was. You had Gale Sayers. You got a call? Is that the bookie? The bookie? Yeah, that was a call. <laughs> I'm on the air doing a podcast. Hi, Andy. I'll call you back, buddy. Hi, <laughs> my old pal, Andy Furman. Oh, yeah. Tell him he that. asked if he could come on. He asked if he could come on. I, I shut him. I, I, I hung up the phone. <laughs> We gotta have him on one day. Oh, we will. Are you kidding? I love Andy. We've had him oh, on. He's the best. He's the best. He always calls me at the wrong time, so but that's okay. <laughs> he knows I he don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what he's doing, you know. <laughs> so right. it's good to see you laughing, Eldo. I mean, you know, you got a long day ahead of you. I got a long day ahead of me. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think you're gonna hit the wall around two thirty, three o'clock. <laughs> I think in about twenty minutes I'll hit the wall. <laughs> I tend to wear people out. <laughs> but we, yeah. got, we got a really cool interview coming up at 2 p.m. Uh, White Sox infielder Gavin Sheets is uh, going to be I on the I saw a piece of that. Yeah. But so that's that, with the Parisis. Yeah. The Parisis landed Let me tell you uh, Gavin. There was a there was gunfire the other night. Uh, not far from us. I thought it was hunting. I heard somebody yell, the Parisis own you. And they drove off. <laughs> Kept the light, I kept the bathroom light on. <laughs> if the bathroom's light on, if the bathroom light is on, any other light can be on. Don't break in. But if they know you're taking, you know, they'll, they'll give you that ultimate respect if the bathroom uh, light is on. That's, that's all. That's your friendly crime tip for the day. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Mike, I'm not going to hold you to this, but your gut feel on the Bears and Ravens, do we have a potential winner this week before you give us your official picks for the week? No. <laughs> Enough said. Sure. Look, look, look. I, I root for the Bears. It's not a game I'm playing. I checked everything out. I, I did the best that I could. I want to be hopeful. Uh, my buddy, John Suntress used to say, there's an old, uh, saying, and he's been saying it since the nineties that we weren't shaky, false hope, false hope. <laughs> so you hope, you hope, but is it false hope? That's the question you got to ask yourself. And I think the bears winning this false hope. I would not play the line. Uh, you know, everybody's expecting mm -hmm. the Ravens to win, but every week we need turnovers we're not good enough anymore to yep. stop the run yep you know what made the bears defense good and people forget this in 2017 18 19, was they played the bears offense mm -hmm. i don't think the bears offense now is much of a test for the bears defense i think when the bears yes i have a flip ball what else is new <laughs> I have a 2011 Cadillac that actually has a trunk. What else? And with a speedometer and a clock with hands. And it's not digital. 
<laughs> I don't need to be sniped at out of nowhere. I'm, I'm Kennedy. <laughs> Boom. Out of nowhere, I'm trying to have fun. Boom. I think it was a compliment. <laughs> I really do. I think it's a compliment. Yeah. Are you sure? No, uh, I mean, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, boom. <laughs> All right, let's get to that point in the show that everybody's waiting for. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's this is part of the show. Man, we're actually going to stay under an hour, man. Man, I love that's going to be pretty cool. You make you a point, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Try to contain. I've been telling you, you're you're acting too excitable. You're pacing yourself. I understand. Okay. You ready? Yes, I, am. I got three games. Mm-hmm. I got Chico. Don't say wow. There's nothing wow about being nine and twelve. <laughs> I'm like the Walenda guy. I'm like the guy that was walking a tight wire between the two buildings of Puerto Rico. I'm barely on the wire. Okay. Right? <laughs> you know what's a bad sign when you lose the pole? And the last thing you do is try to grab the wire with your hands. Not a good plan. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got, I got the Washington Redskins playing a team now. This McCaffrey might be the MVP. You know, they Sam Darnold can't play, by the way. We all know that. But you know what? The hubbub, uh, this and that, and Cam and all. I'm going to take Washington and the over 43 in that game. Now, it could go up, could go down. I I think they're going to get the over. I think Washington plus the three is the winner here. And then, I know they don't cover a whole lot, but they are starting to. Okay. I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs, a 425 Eastern uh, game. In Budapest, I think it's at 130. And uh, Osip, it's going to be at 325 here in North <laughs> Illinois. Uh, we got... The Kansas City Chiefs minus the two and a half. So that's three picks. Let's get it done. Let's do a tap dance at the end of the night on the man. Let's put them down, and that's it. So that's it for today, my friends. Mike, you are the absolute best, and I want to thank you for the laughs. I really needed them. Yeah, Yeah, and say hi to Ma. I will say hi to Ma. It's Mother's Day always. Our Ma's are still rolling. God bless, Ma. By the way, we'll get more. We're going to sit dedicated week. to Mrs. Gandia. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to take next week off. It's Thanksgiving, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I start eating at 830. <laughs> Phoebe says, don't pick. Phoebe says, don't pick. I go, what time are we eating? 330. I go, are you out of your mind? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so long, everybody. Right, Have a great Thanksgiving. Two weeks. <laughs>